name is Patrick McGillray, and I'm an experienced marathoner, ultra runner, running coach, and mindset expert. I believe mindset is the most powerful and most underrated tool you have as a runner. So I've devoted my life to helping runners like you develop the mindset you need to fuel your inner fire and become the badass runner you were meant to be. This is the Running Mind Podcast. Well, hey there, and welcome to episode number 21 of the Running Mind Podcast. My name is Patrick McGilvray. I'm your host and master life coach and the weight loss coach for runners. And today I've got for you part three of my podcast. three-part podcast series called How to Become a Lean Running Machine. And the reason I put this together is because I've tried everything to lose weight, especially running more and more and more, and nothing I ever did really worked. So I set out to find the answers. I found the answers, and I'm sharing them all with you here in this three-part series. I just want to help you to stop struggling with your weight. I want to help you to start becoming the lean runner that you want to be. Uh, quick reminder, uh, next week, my uh, next weight loss masterclass starts. It starts Monday, June 1st. Um, and I want you to do this little visualization exercise with me here. Um, so just take a moment. If you're driving, don't do this. <laughs> don't close your eyes. But if you're not driving, just take a moment. Close your eyes. I want you to visualize yourself at your goal weight, whatever that ideal weight is for you. Visualize yourself, okay? Close your eyes and do this right now. And then think about it, like what do you look like? How do you feel about your body now? How much easier is running now? How much more self-esteem and how much more confidence do you have now? How much better is your relationship with yourself? What else have you learned along the way? What else have you been able to accomplish? This is a powerful exercise, really. You can open your eyes now. But I want you to just hold this vivid picture of yourself in your mind for a few moments each day. And when you do this, your subconscious mind, your brain will actually get you there faster. It will move you there faster. And if you're ready right now, to start becoming that future version of yourself. This weight loss masterclass that I have is the rocket fuel you need to get there. Listen, losing weight is hard. If this was easy, we'd all be ripped and super lean and it would be simple and everybody would have, there wouldn't be, I wouldn't have a job as a weight loss coach. But it's not easy. Losing weight is hard. Um, it's, it's, there's a lot more going on than just like calories in, calories out, or just run more, right? And that's what you've been learning here. Um, It's really especially hard to do on your own. Imagine, just imagine how much easier losing weight would be if you had somebody there to teach you exactly what to do and to guide you through it all every single step of the way. Well, that's exactly what I do in this masterclass. Um... We just finished up a six-week class where my students have had some amazing progress um, towards becoming their future selves, okay? I wanna share a couple of those uh, little stats with you here. Um, Elizabeth dropped four pounds. She wasn't trying to lose weight, but she ended up dropping like four pounds. Um, She wanted to kick her sugar habit, which she did. She's 
off of sugar for good and she feels amazing. Amy lost nine pounds. She's down two uh, sizes. She's dropped four inches off her waist and her hips. Jenny lost 15 pounds and feels completely in control of her eating for the first time in her life. Eric lost 15 pounds and he doesn't have to feel like he has to exercise like crazy anymore just to keep the weight off. Collins lost 40 pounds and he has no doubt he's going to hit his goal of losing 100 pounds. My gosh. What's really cool, though, all that is amazing, obviously. Let's celebrate that. But what's also really cool is that they've all learned how to manage their thoughts and feelings around eating. And we're going to be talking about that today. They've all developed a whole new relationship with food. And they're all still losing weight. Um, so our next masterclass starts Monday, June 1st. If you're in, you're in. Uh, I only take 10 or 12 people through this class at a time. I want each person to get my personal attention. I want each person to get the coaching that they need to succeed, to hit their goal. Um, and it means that you get uh, a better experience because it's a small group. And everybody loves the group classes, by the way. Everybody's been telling me how awesome it is that they're on this journey together and that they can share their struggles and their frustrations and their ideas and their tips with each other and learn from each other and, and they support each other. It's an amazing little community. So um, if you want to get in, let's just do it. Just go to innerfiretribe.com slash stop overeating and sign up to it now. <laughs> okay, so here's a quick recap of what we learned in the last two episodes. I feel like I need to say like, you know, previously on the Running Mind podcast and give a little recap here. So I just did. Um, so number one, uh, the first part of this was talking about uh, uh, how running more and eating less doesn't really work for losing weight, okay? Running more or exercising more, moving more doesn't work for weight loss because our bodies naturally overcompensate by increasing our appetite, um, by lowering our uh, metabolism, uh, you end up eating more, so you're, you kind of overcompensate for the calories that you burn from running, um, and then the and the progress is very slow and very minimal at best. Uh, also, running doesn't address the physical, mental, and emotional causes of weight gain, which is hormonal imbalances, uh, mental cravings, emotional eating. Okay, um, calories in, calories out doesn't work either. Never has. It's a myth. Our body works against this process. Again, you reduce calories, your metabolism goes down in response to that. Your body stays at that reduced metabolism and the weight inevitably comes back. You just can't outrun this natural process. Uh, the second secret is that your hormones are, are most likely all out of whack. So increased levels of insulin puts your body into fat storage mode. Uh, which also causes the hunger hormone ghrelin and the satiety hormone leptin to stop functioning properly. So you're always hungry. You never feel full. Decreasing insulin puts your body into fat burning mode, which means, you know, all your hormones start working the way they're supposed to. You're not hungry all the time. You feel full when you eat. Um, you know, everything's working as it should. Your body's back into homeostasis. And the way you reduce insulin is by changing what you eat and when you eat. So you eliminate the foods that cause the high insulin, which is uh, sugar and refined carbs. And then you just eat less often. Um, since insulin goes up every time you eat, eating less often, um, doing something like intermittent fasting or just um, not eating as 
often throughout the day, like eliminating snacks is probably the best thing you can do, will keep your insulin levels down and get your hormones back in balance. And then today, we've got the third secret to permanent weight loss, which is you need to learn how to manage your mind and take control of your emotions. When you take away the foods that are causing you to gain weight, your over-desire for food, this unnatural desire that you have for food does not go away immediately. In fact, that desire can go up initially. It can get stronger because you're in this state of like withdrawal and craving. So it's critical at this point to manage your mind and learn how to process your emotions while you're going through this process. And this is where most diets fail. And this is also where most dietitians or nutrition coaches fall short. They do a good job of telling you what to eat, but then they're like, okay, here's what you eat or here's what you don't eat. Good luck with that. <laughs> they don't teach you how to deal with all the mental chatter that's going on and all the emotional stuff that you're feeling that comes up. You know, you get these cravings, these urges, uh, we have withdrawals, we have, we do a lot of emotional eating. This right here is probably the most powerful work that I do with my clients. This is what separates me from the rest of the like diet coaches out there. Stop the eating, stop, you know, change what you're eating. That's the easy part. That's just changing what you do. And we all know that changing a behavior is, is the least effective way of accomplishing anything. It's what you're left with after you remove the food. That's the hard part. So first you need to learn how to manage your mind and then you need to learn how to deal with your emotions. So let's talk about how to manage your mind. Um, you need to learn how to deal with the mental aspects of this over-desire. So when you stop eating certain foods like sugar and refined carbs, you're gonna have these urges you're gonna have cravings, you're gonna feel restless, you're going to um, feel deprived because you're gonna feel like you're missing out on something, like you're missing out on, on the joys of life or something, okay? And all this is perfectly normal. Your mind has been programmed to believe that you will die if you don't eat certain foods like right now. It's, and it's for a lot of different reasons. Um, but it, it has to do with the way our food is made, has to, to do with the way that our food has been marketed to us. And um, it's, it has to do with the way you've conditioned yourself to crave certain foods like your whole life. Um, but especially like the people who make our food and market it to us, they've learned the secret to selling more food to us, which is to make us crave it like a drug. And it works really well. They've created this thing called the bliss point in food. Scientists in a lab are making our food unnaturally over-desirable. Um, and so they've created this thing that's called the bliss point. And what it does is like they've determined for whatever food it is, what is going to give your body the most uh, dopamine hit? So the best feel good, um, uh, physical feel good feeling 
from the food when you eat it. Because every time you eat, you get a little bit of dopamine response. Well, you increase the amount of sugar, sometimes you increase the amount of salt or the right combination of sugar, fat, and salt or whatever. And then you have this unnatural uh, a dopamine response in your body. Well, this is amazing, right? Because this is what causes them to be able to sell a lot more food. But it's not good for us because it creates an unnatural over-desire for food. And so we have this unnatural over-desire right now in society like, like we've never had before in, in human history, okay? So the good news is, though, is that um, you can change this, okay? This is something that your brain has been trained to do. It's mostly like subconscious mental habits, okay? And you can change it. You can actually learn how to reprogram your mind, so you got to learn how to train your brain to stop giving in to the urges. And you got to learn how to train your brain to stop the unnatural craving for food. Your brain is working against you here. And you need to learn how to stop doing that. Okay, so you need to develop new habits around how you eat so that you can decrease these unnatural like primitive desires and cravings for food that is basically making us fat. So you need to learn how to decondition your mind and reprogram your brain so you no longer have the unnatural uh, cravings and desires. You need to change how you think about food. And you do this by changing what food means to you. So think about this. Next time you're about to eat something, just ask yourself this question. Why am I choosing to eat this, whatever it is, right now? Is it because I'm actually hungry? Is it because I want to provide fuel for my body? Or is it because I'm bored? Or it's lunchtime? Or I eat at this time every day, whether I'm hungry or not, so let's go get some food. How you think about food is so key. The meaning you assign to food is so key if you want to change your relationship with it. If you find yourself thinking about food all the time, you might want to take a look at that. You might want to get to the point where food is more of, uh, you think of food as more of a way of just fueling your body and not something you're like obsessing with, obsessing over all day long in your mind. You know, and if you find yourself using food to feel better, then we need to look at the emotional aspect of eating. Okay, we're going to talk about that in just a second. So if you're, if you're thinking about food all the time, or if, if the reasons you're eating food are not just because like, oh, I need to fuel my body now and I'm actually hungry, then that's something you need to get control over, okay? The next thing is learning how to take control of your emotions. This is so critical. There is a lot of emotional eating going on in the world right now. During this COVID-19 quarantine, a lot of people are feeling a lot of emotions. And so they're doing a lot of emotional eating. And I get it. Eating feels good. It makes us feel good. You know, we get that little hit of dopamine every time we eat. Um, this is the same chemical, by the way, that gets released when you drink alcohol or when you take drugs. Highly concentrated foods and foods that are super high in sugar, especially, give us a huge hit of dopamine and they feel really freaking good. <laughs> Going back to the bliss point again, they've created this unnatural desire in us, okay? So what happens is when you start to feel some kind of negative emotion, 
the first thing you want to do is be like, I got to make this go away. I want to feel better right now. So what do you do? You go to the fridge, you open it up, you pull out whatever it is, and you eat and you're like, oh, I feel better. What's going on here is that we've trained ourselves to use food as a way of dealing with our emotions instead of just dealing with our emotions. So maybe you've had a bad day at work or a fight with your husband, or maybe your kids are screaming in the background. No problem, just go eat something and feel better. <laughs> and we call this buffering, because what you're doing is you're putting a buffer between you and your feelings. You're using something external to feel better internally. The problem with buffering is that it's temporary and doesn't work, and it has a lot of negative consequences. So I used to use alcohol as a way of buffering from my life. And it worked, worked great. I felt better every time I drank. Here's the thing though, my problems were still there. My emotions were still there waiting for me. And when I so sobered up, they were still there, except now I'm I was hungover, I was feeling like ass and destroying everything good around me. And then I would uh, wanna feel better so what I would do was what? Drink again, right? Because that's what makes you feel good. What a terrible, unhealthy cycle to be in, you know? I was just doing the one thing that was like, you know, making my life miserable, making me miserable. And it was the only thing I, I could do to feel better, but it was also the thing that made me feel terrible. Hmm, crazy. The same thing happens with food though. So you might be stressed out, you might be having a bad day, or you're feeling lonely or nervous about a upcoming event or something. and and, and you eat over it. You know, when I, um, when Christine and I separated back in December, I was feeling all the feelings. I was feeling lonely, I was feeling scared, I was feeling sad, I was feeling hurt. And I really started using food as a buffer. I started using food to feel better. You know, Dewey's pizza and Ben and Jerry's ice cream became the best part of my day. I looked forward to that all day long. As if I can just get to the end of the day where I can like eat a ton of food, especially that ice cream with all the sugar in it, I knew I would feel better. But here's the thing, it doesn't work. I mean, it works temporarily, it feels good, but then I started gaining weight and I started feeling terrible about myself and I still had all the negative emotions. But now I was eating uh, adding overeating on top of the negative emotions. And it made me just feel worse. <sighs> Good times. So what do you do in that situation? I just wanted to feel better. So I would like just go to Chipotle, get a giant burrito and chips and guac and I would feel better, right? No, <laughs> it's just part of that vicious cycle. I had to break the cycle. I had to learn how to feel my feelings. I had to learn how to stop using food as the escape pod to get away from my life. I had to learn how to process my emotions all the way through. I needed to completely change how I felt about myself and how I felt about food. When you learn how to manage your emotions without having to eat over them, not only will you have a much easier time losing weight, but you will be able to apply this same uh, skill to every area of your life. 
when you think about it, the worst thing that can happen in most situations that you are, will feel some kind of feeling. And a lot of times the feeling we're trying to avoid is, is fear or, or some negative emotion, right? Fear is the biggest one that comes to mind though. But what if you were no longer afraid to feel your emotions? What if you were like, I am just, I'm bring it on. I'll experience any emotion. And that's where I'm at today. And this is what I teach my clients is like, learn how to experience any emotion. And oh my gosh, there's like nothing you can't do. I mean, it sounds kind of scary and crazy to think about that, to just like feel your feelings. But what if you could do that? Like, what if you no longer had to eat to feel better? What? <laughs> when you don't have these like primitive urges and these cravings and you can deal with your emotions without eating, like you're free. There's incredible freedom in this. And when you learn how to manage your mind and learn how to process your emotions through, just allow them to be there, just sit with them, you know, besides being able to lose weight much easier, you get, you get these amazing life skills that you can apply to every area of your life. Everything becomes easier. So if you want to get back to your natural weight, if you want to stay there permanently, you need to learn how to manage your mind. You need to learn how to control your emotions. And these are skills you can learn. I can teach you all of this. So let's recap what we learned here today. Most diets fall short because they only tell you what to eat or not to eat. They don't teach you how to deal with your thoughts and your feelings. We have an unnatural mental over desire for food. You know, it's created by scientists mostly, but it's how we've programmed ourselves to think about food. And you need to learn how to reprogram your mind and create better mental habits around eating. This is how you change your thinking about food. And then eating, just like alcohol or drugs, it makes us feel good. You know, we get that little release of dopamine. Mm, oh, feels good. Uh, but you can get stuck in this cycle of using food as a buffer, as a way of feeling good temporarily and uh, trying to avoid feeling your emotions. And it comes with a price, weight gain, insulin resistance, metabolic syndrome, diabetes, the list goes on and on and on. So you have to learn how to allow your emotions. Learn how to feel your feelings. Stop using food as your escape pod. If you want to lose weight and you want to keep it off, you have to change the way you think and feel about food. You have to change your whole relationship with food. And when you learn these skills, you get to apply them in every area of your life. You become this mental and emotional badass. And when you learn how to do this, there's nothing you won't be able to do. I promise you, this is amazing. <laughs> okay, that's all I got for you today. Quick reminder, uh, the next Weight Loss Masterclass starts June 1st. That's only a few short days away. I don't have room for 10 people, so you have to sign up now. Just go to innerfiretribe.com slash stopovereating, and you can get signed up. You will learn all of these skills in this masterclass. You will lose weight for sure, but you'll also learn how to manage your mind and allow your emotions. This work is life-changing. I promise you, it is transformational innerfiretribe.com slash stopovereating and enroll now. 
That's all I got here. I really hope you enjoyed this series. I've got lots more good stuff coming your way very soon. Lots of love to each and every one of you, my friends, and I'll talk to you soon. tried to lose weight by running miles and miles or starving yourself and you've had zero results, you are not alone. This model of weight loss is broken. It's never worked and it has to be replaced. That's why I created a powerful new training just for you called How to Become a Lean Running Machine. You'll discover why running more and eating less does not work for weight loss. And you'll learn the three secrets to losing weight and keeping it off for good. To get this free training right now, just go to theRunningMindPodcast.com slash lean and learn how you can become a lean running machine.